Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. In many ways, mathematics begins with addition and subtraction. After all, the uniqueness of the infinity of numbers depends upon the fact that some separation exists between them. And we can use addition and subtraction to cross these separations from one to the next. Everybody hearing this no doubt already gets addition and subtraction at some level. But my question is, do you really feel them? Hopefully you developed an intuitive feel for their meaning way back when you first learned to count. But I'm a firm believer that it never hurts to reinforce our intuition with even more intuition to ensure that we really do feel things way, way deep down within our gut. So that's our plan for the next few weeks. With that in mind, the question for today is, how should we think about addition so that we develop a good deep down in the gut feel for it? What do you think? Stay tuned, because we're about to find out. To kick things off today, let's start with a very simple question. What is addition? There are no doubt a bunch of ways you can think about it. But for our purpose, I'm going to say that addition is the process of combining things or groups of things into a single bigger group of things. You can think of it as taking two or more piles of rocks, dollars, pumpkins, imaginary friends, or whatever else, and putting them all together into a bigger pile. When I'm picturing what this looks like, I like to imagine stacking blocks. With this mental picture, an addition problem like 3 plus 2 becomes the process by which you take one three-stack high pile of blocks and another two-stack high pile of blocks and join them together to make a five-stack high pile of blocks. So addition is piling things up. Yes, I know this seems kind of obvious. It is. But that's exactly what addition is. At least as long as we're really just talking about positive integers. But does this way of thinking about addition always make sense? Does it still work when we're adding up stuff other than positive integers? Stuff like negative integers or fractions, irrational numbers, or maybe even variables? For the most part, yes, it is the same. It still works. Although, as soon as you expand your numerical horizons and start throwing these other items into the mix, things do get a bit more complicated. For example, when you include negative integers, the pile you end up with might not necessarily be bigger than the pile you started with. As another example, let's take a minute to think a bit about fractions. Of course, when it comes to fractions, the actual underlying meaning of addition doesn't really change. We're still making a new pile from two or more initial piles. But the mechanics of doing the piling up does change. To see what I mean, imagine adding one-half to one-third. How can you picture the meaning of this so that you can really feel what it means? Well, imagine you're staring at a transparent square with a line right down the middle. Half of the square, let's say the left half, is shaded with a dark color. 
and the other half, the right half, is totally transparent. The dark portion of the square represents the fraction one-half, since that's the total area of the square that's shaded. Now do the same thing with another transparent square, but this time divide it into three even vertical strips, the rightmost of which should be shaded dark. That strip represents the fraction one-third. Adding these two things together means creating a final new square that you get by stacking the original two squares and figuring out the total area of the new square that's shaded with the dark color. If you're having a bit of trouble envisioning what this all looks like in your head, check out the web article version of this podcast for some pictures. You can find that at quickanddirtytips.com slash mathdude. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. As you can hopefully appreciate, now that we're dealing with fractions, it's not quite as easy to add things up. Once you know how to do it, it's not all that bad, but the picture is a bit different than when we were just dealing with positive integers, making nice, simple stacks of blocks. But the bottom line is that we're still just piling things up to make a new pile. What about adding variables into the mix? How does the meaning of addition change then? The beautiful thing is that it still really doesn't. Addition is still the act of making one pile from several other piles. The piles might get kind of weird, but they're still piles. So once you know how to do addition with numbers, you know how to do it with variables too. For example, let's say you need to come up with an expression that represents adding the number 5 to some as-yet-unknown quantity. What can we do to picture the meaning of this and get a good gut feel for it? Well, how about we create a something called X, which is represented by an X block long stack of blocks. Of course, we don't know the actual value of X, so we can imagine some sort of dotted lines or something midway along the stack, which represent the fact that we don't really know how many total blocks it should contain. But the point is that we can still stick this stack and a stack of five blocks representing the number five together to make a bigger stack. In other words, in this view, addition is still pictured as piling things up. That means that the expression we're after for the sum is just x plus 5. And it means that we can add a variable to a number in the exact same way that we add a number to another number. But why stop there? Let's go bananas and imagine we need to come up with an expression that represents adding some variable to an entirely different variable. Just as we created a something called x before and represented it by an x block long stack of blocks, we can now create a second something, call it y, and represent it by a y block long stack of blocks. The fact that we've given these variables different names means that they could have different values, different lengths. We just don't know what they are yet. Again, we can stick the two stacks of blocks together to make a bigger stack. And that means the expression we're after for the sum is simply x plus y. So not only can we add numbers to variables, we can also add variables to other variables in the exact same way, with the exact same meaning. But we don't have to stop at adding two variables together. You can add any number of variables together, just like you can add any number of numbers together. 
everything works exactly as expected. The key thing to realize is that in each of these cases, integers, fractions, or variables, we're doing the same thing. We're piling things up, or piling things down, or stacking things up or down, or whatever else you want to call it. That's addition. It's as simple as can be, but it's also as important as can be. And it's something that every math fan should feel in their gut. Do you? Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. For more fun with math, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. Also, be sure to check out the catalog of the other 273 Math Dude episodes. They're all available at quickanddirtytips.com slash mathdude and through your favorite podcast app. While you're out and about on the internet this week, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.